The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast. I am your host, Raider Greg. Welcome to the show. The Las Vegas Raiders completed their draft. We're going to talk about that uh, and a little bit more here on the post-draft episode of the Raider Nation podcast. That would be show 568. All right, on today's show, we will have a post-draft look, see who we picked, why we picked them, and the frustrations of this Raider fan anyway. I'm sure I'll be able to share that with all y'all. We will talk also a little bit about the undrafted free agents. We have some very interesting players, and uh, it's pretty cool. So, well, let's just jump into it. You know, we're all waiting for this to be said. With the 17th pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the Las Vegas Raiders select. (laughs) As we waited for it, we were all stressed out about the lameness of Maycock, is what I'm starting to call him, and uh, Crew. On the drafting process, I'm not seeing it. I don't understand it. Um... And the players we've picked so far have not really turned out. The Feral Cat uh, picked number four in the first round as yet to be, you know, the cat that we were expecting as far as pressure, rushes, uh, stops, etc. Max Crosby was a steal in that, of course, in that draft. And we are looking for people to grow into the next season. I am hoping that 2020 was just an abhorrent year of just for our team. I think talent was stumped for every reason, and I think we just got to put that in the books as a lost season. For these second-year guys, it really truly wasn't a second year, maybe for experience, but they didn't get the teaching, they didn't get the knowledge, they didn't get the exposure to to the older players. It was just a jacked-up season for us, I will say, and the learning process. So for me... I'm hoping that those picks that we got from Cooper and, of course, a Khalil Mack pays off. Pays off this season with guys really taking ownership of their position. Because I'm telling you, if Arnett and uh, Abrams don't stand up and take care of business, they're going to be out the building by the end of the season because we hired or we picked some great, and I mean great, secondary players. Although I am sick of picking them, we haven't gotten one right yet. I think we might have done a better job in this draft. So let's just start off with the Raiders finished the draft with 78 players on the roster. They put 12 guys as undrafted free agents they picked up. We're going to talk about those guys first. Darius Stills, defensive tackle from West Virginia, was a great pickup. Dylan Stoner, wide receiver, Oklahoma might not see the field, but a good camp body. Max Richardson, linebacker, Boston College. Listen, 
this kid can play. We'll see how well in this offseason. DeVry, Hamilton, offensive tackle. Duke could end up on the practice squad. Trey Ragus, running back, Louisiana. All right, DJ Turner, wide receiver, Pitt. Another okay player. Uh, TJ Morrison, defensive back, Stony Brook. He won't see the light of day either, I don't believe, with what we have in this draft. But the player I want to really kind of look at is Garrett Groshek. Okay, Groshek, running back out of Wisconsin. I just want to tell you guys that if they don't put this guy in the field, it's going to be a shame. Our running back room is thick already, I know, but they're going to have to squeeze a place for this young man. He is a freaking beast. He runs with purpose, and if you watch any of his stuff on YouTube, you'll be thoroughly impressed. So as far as the undrafted free agents, I think they did a pretty damn good job of bringing guys in here that could really work their way into the NFL. Good job. I have to give them an A for the undrafted free agents because they did a great job. Now let's go to their regular picks that they made at 17. Before I get into the pick, let me just give a little history about the pick. John Gruden and company got rid of our offensive line last year. I mean, they weren't the best offensive line. I've heard a lot of that chatter about our offensive line. I don't think they were the best. I think Bent Brown was a problem. I didn't think they had a solidified offensive line before they got rid of all these guys, even though Gabe Jackson was good. Uh, Hudson was, you know, one of the best, but it didn't seem like it equated to moving the football because we would get beat in the trenches. So I'm not surprised they made this move by any stretch of the imagination. Not surprised at all. I'm kind of glad that they moved some of the the dead weight like Trent Brown off the offensive line and move people in that deserve the job. Here we come down to why we got this guy in the 17th pick. We got this guy because he we need a guy like him. He is a monster of an athlete. <laughs> he is huge. 6'6", 315. And the thing I like about him, I was flipped out, trust me, flipped out that they picked and they, they could have picked a bunch of skilled players. Let's not go into it. It's over. We're moving on. Uh, I really think we could have done better as far as our pass rush is concerned. But since we made our own need after cutting all those linemen uh, just before the draft to make room for some money, um, well, they took the best, I think, the best linemen uh, on the board. Honestly, I'll tell you right now, this guy reminds me of Calicio Semele. And if you remember how mean and nasty he was before they got rid of him, he was a great lineman. And I think this guy is going to take over for that position. And our run game, uh, maybe not the pass game so much, but the run game will improve by leaps and bounds this year. Not only do we have a great dynamic duo of runners, this guy right here, Leatherwood is going to put the wood on anybody on the defensive side of the ball, I'm going to tell you. He is a body mover. He's a big, strong, powerful guy. He's got some issues that Tom Cable will take care of, and he will be a definite you know, position holder. 
He's going to lay the wood. I'm going to tell you right now. We'll all see and be happy we made this pick because I think even 17 being a reach for a position of need that we need on defense, I think Gruden got his guy and then we went defense the rest of the way. But this was a questionable move, but I do understand it. And I think it'll pay off because I think he's the right player for the Raiders. Our next pick at number 43, Trayvon Morick. This safety from TCU is our new Charles Woodson. You heard me. I said it. And that's what I'm going to call him. He is a freak. He is a ball hawk. And his eyes are crystal clear. He sees the ball. He sees the plays develop before they happen. And he's on time at the place, at the ball. What a great pickup. A first rounder for sure that dropped to us. Lucky for us. Sometimes it's better be lucky than good. This guy is going to be an impact player, a starter on our defense in the 2021 season. Let me just tell you right now, there's no way that he sits and learns. He is a doer. He is a shaker. And he's going to be a maker, playmaker. Uh, I like this. Uh, He'll be great on special teams, too. He is a rocket of a player, hard hitter. Great tackler in space. Very happy about this pick. Very happy. So in round number three, we got uh, at pick 79, we got Malcolm Kuntz. I think an un, (laughs) again, from Buffalo. Last player we picked from Buffalo was Mac. That's right. Uh, Mac was uh, right out of the Buffalo defense mold, just like this guy is. I think Kuntz is underrated defensive end, and people didn't see him because he was at Buffalo. Six foot three, two hundred fifty pounder can bend like the best. He can make that corner and hit that cor- that quarterback and take the ball out, which he did frequently for the Buffalo football team. I think it was another good pick. This I'm happy about. We could have got a much better pass rusher earlier at seventeen. But at least we got someone on the edge that can put some heat underneath the feral cat and anybody else we have hanging around that defensive front. Because uh, let me tell you, the feral cat better stand up because this character here could certainly step up and take his job, which I'd be looking for for sure. He needs to um, he needs to take the place of Arden Key. Key was not big enough or strong enough to make that turn. I think this kid can. Our next pick, number three, round three, 80 overall, Divine Diablo. You can't beat that name. You can't even beat it with a stick. That's a great name to have on a jersey. I hope this safety slash linebacker from Virginia Tech pays the dividend. They say they're going to move Diablo to linebacker position. I hope he plays that way. I think he can. He's played both positions. We've had trouble at linebacker. I can't even remember the greatest linebacker we've ever had because it's been so freaking long since we've had one. We need a linebacker fiercely. And this guy's an edge-to-edge guy. 
He can make both ends of the field in seconds. He's fast, and he is no joke. Um, he's not a real sack master, but he is a guy that can control the line of scrimmage and can see the play develop as well. He's a good player, worthy of the pick, and I hope he can make that transition because we really need a great linebacker, <clears throat> especially in the middle, especially for tight ends. And then we have Tyree Gillespie, third safety we picked up in this draft. I'm telling you, man, I know we're in the AFC West where we have Mahomes, we got uh, San Diego breathing down our back. Got a lot of good throwers here in this division. So we got to do something about it. And I know they keep trying, but for crying out freaking loud, Raiders, can you get a defensive back so we don't have to keep picking three or four of them every year? I am so tired of the entourage of defensive backs we have had to pick over the last five, eight years, ten years, uh, and we still haven't found the guy. You know, we re-signed Carl Joseph, who was so happy to come back to the Raiders because he didn't have anybody else who wanted him. He's not that good. Our defensive backs blow. Jonathan Abram never picked it up in coverage. He can hit a guy, but he can't cover crap. And Arnett is the same way. A lot of flapping lips, but not a lot of uh, plays. So those two guys better step up because this guy here from Missouri... He's a good player, six foot two ten, um, and he played deep safety. So I think he could make a difference. Let's just hope he plays better. Nate Hobbs, another guy they talked about turning into a linebacker. Okay. Uh, I don't know. He's a he's a good he's a also another defensive back, another cornerback from Illinois, hard hitter. Uh, good guy, good player. Let's hope he turns out. And, you know, finally, in round seven, we picked a player we might be able to use. Jimmy Morrissey, center for Pittsburgh, a walk-on, a guy that can definitely take the place of Rodney Hudson as soon as he learns it a little more. He's a great player. Six foot two, three oh five, started 47 games. And uh, he got the Burlesworth Trophy, which is the most outstanding player to walk on in college. That says a lot about this young man. Um, so, you know, that's that's it. <clears throat> what more am I going to say? Not surprised we reached because we reach every year for the player, I guess, we want. Um, and then leave talented players behind. Uh, listen, we blew it so bad with the Cleveland Farrell pick. It's hard for me to look at our team right now. Uh, these draft picks, we got to let them play. I have a lot of hope that they'll develop into great football players. Um, but again, this draft leads me thinking, okay, well, it's a B. It's a B minus. It's a B plus. I've heard it all called everything uh, but an A. Okay, I've heard everything called everything in the last five seasons, 10 seasons, anything but an A. Okay, we, we got an A when we picked up Cooper. We got an A when we got Cleo Mack, but we picked it three and five. Okay, 
So you shouldn't miss too much on those players, although we would miss a little bit. <laughs> we missed on Farrell. We missed on a few players. Uh, we picked... We picked the third pick last year, which we traded away before we started the football season. What? Why would you waste a third-round pick? And this is my problem with this team. We better hire someone to start doing a better job at these picks because I'll tell you, Gruden's not under the hot seat, although his seat is very warm. Maycock is the one who'll get the boot if this group doesn't pan out. And if we don't get some payback for the last two seasons of drafts. Because his ass is on the line because they're not going to get rid of Gruden. It'll cost them $60 million. So someone's going to have to go. And I think maybe that would be a good thing. Maybe that would be a good thing for us to maybe get a real football guy in here, like a, a real general manager, someone who has general manager in their blood, not a veggie McKenzie, which they were so happy to get rid of at Green Bay, but a guy that we could get that'd be coveted, that other teams wanted too, but we, we got him because he wanted to come here and improve our roster. So I think that would be the next natural steps if this draft class doesn't make it. But let's look on the positive side. I think they will make it. I think we've picked some super talented guys finally. Finally, finally. Um, I think our secondary should be solidified with this year's players. If not, well, I've already said, Maycock's got to go. Someone's going to go. It's not going to be Gruden. So um, I do think our defense coordinator is going to have an opportunity for his first season to put together a defense that can certainly compete. I think he has some good pieces. I think our defense will improve a, a great deal, actually, from last year. Um, and our offense will improve a great deal from last year. I think our team has improved overall. In the offseason, I think we'll have a much more potent running game, which will be scary for their opponents because I don't think they're going to be able to deal with our two-headed dragon. Um, I got good, good vibes about this next year. I think this team, because of also the schedule and also <clears throat> the way the team has actually become one with Las Vegas, They've had a year to settle in. I think this season is a breakout season for the Raiders, and we're going to put the hurt on the Chiefs. For the first time, they're going to be afraid, really afraid, of the Raiders for sure. That's what I'm saying about this draft, folks. I know we're all not super happy, but uh, hey, man, it looks better already. From the offseason, free agent market, our undrafted free agents, I think we're improved. I think it's going to be better season next year. And that's all I can ask for. Um, we went 8-8. Eight and eight. We better do better this year or uh, one head will roll. <laughs> that's my take. Hey, Raider Nation, you can call into the bone line. We'll keep rolling with this because, well, things will be happening because the offseason programs, all that stuff – 
It's time. It is time to pay attention to the Las Vegas Raiders. Bad of the bone. 1-800-620-7181. 1-800-620-7181. Get on the bone line. Throw us a bone. And uh, we can get this party started. Who we got on the bone line uh, this week? It's been a while, so we got somebody. Our first caller is my good brother, the Cheesehead Raider. Now, this was before the Super Bowl, but I had to play it because it just gives you who we are. I love it. Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation. This is the Cheesehead Raider calling from Wisconsin and might get some people upset right away on this call, but go Tampa Tom. That's right. Thought that the Packers were going to be able to beat Tampa Bay, but some decisions there. Uh, that's a subject for another time. But, yes, I have to root for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because there will never come a day that I would ever root for the Kansas City Connors. I'd root for a heart attack before I'd root for them. No way, no how can I do it. So, Super Bowl is coming up. Go Tampa Tom. Now, to the important team, the Raiders. I know you've touched on this uh, in a previous podcast, got a new D.C., um, even though he's got some connections with John in the past, still think it's a good pickup. Uh, he's shown some success as a defensive coordinator, unlike Paula, and uh, is actually a head coach. And he was asked about how being a head coach affected him being a defensive coordinator. And he said, we really made him look at things a different way. So maybe uh, we can do something here next year. Like we've said before, if we had half a decent defense, just half a decent defense, our offense, we'd be, we would have made it to the playoffs. All right, well, free agency's coming up. Senior Bowl started. Maybe we'll give a ring after uh, – Free agency rolls up, and then we got the great draft. All right, Raider Nation, stay healthy, stay safe. Chiefs had a Raider, and I am out. Well, the Chiefs lost, yay. <laughs> uh, but I still can't stand Tampa Tom, and we're stuck with him for a while. Crazy, crazy football. This year will be different, bro. I love Gus Bradley. I think he'll do a good job, too, especially with his new draft class. Give us another call, bro. And our next caller, my very good brother, the food stamp raider. What you got for the nation, my brother? Raider Greg, Raider Randy, food stamp raider from Maryland here. Um, I don't know if anybody heard the report that Vic Chafer wrote about the locker room, but he just confirmed through Nelson Aguilar everything I've been thinking. And it's just been a clown show ever since the TV star got paid $100 million. So I just want to know, what are we trying to do here? Are we trying to win Super Bowls, or are we trying to continue this BS that we're dealing with now? Let's look at our enemy, KC. They had Alex Smith. He won multiple division titles. He took them to the playoffs. They were a legitimate contender, and they traded him because they got Mahomes. And now they're going to the Super Bowl for the second year in a row, been in the AFC Championship three years in a row. And what the fuck do we have? We got this crybaby who got a pack of witnesses 
who won't realize he's a loser. He's a loser. No one can say that Derek Carr will lead us to the Super Bowl ever in life. And forget the fact that we can't get watching because people will, will, will piss in their pants. But I say trade Carr for picks. Let Mariota or somebody young start do the Seattle Russell Wilson thing. But this mediocrity, this trash that we're having is wasting all of our time. And we, some of us are getting old and we're tired of waiting for Super Bowls. And if Gruden won't change his ways, it's going to be the same crap all over again. No second-half adjustments, no discipline, quitting in the second half, and fading in the second half of the season. And they've done this two or three years in a row now. we got to watch KC in the Super Bowl again. And we have no chance of playing against them when the money's on the line. Because we got this coward at quarterback holding us back. He's a fraud, along with the coach and the GM, but we can't get rid of all three, so I'll set up for Carr to be gone. Get Carr out of here. He's a loser. It's food stamp rated for Merlin. I'm out. Damn, bro. Well, I disagree. I think Derek Carr can take us to the promised land. If we had a defense and a decent team around him, I think he can. He's putting up the yards. He's throwing the passes. He can make it. But um, we got to have a defense, man. we got a defense. And Maycock is no general manager. I have to say, man. I don't know. They should never have let Gruden pick the personnel to begin with. For, uh, for these drafts, they should have handed out a job to somebody else. But... We are where we are, but I think we're improved. I think we're better. I think we're better than 8-8. Eight and eight. and uh, we will beat the Chiefs. We beat them last year. Almost beat them twice. Yeah, I don't think we're too far away. If we could formulate a defense that was decent, there'd be some trouble in the West. And I think with Gus Bradley, bro, it's going to get better. But Carr, he could take us there, man. He almost took us there before, and uh, I think he can do it. If not, man, Mariota looks damn good. You know, it might be his come-out season. Who knows? But, uh, no, we it's going to be tough. Look how long it took for us to find Derek Carr, brother. Think about it for a second. All right, man, thanks for the passion of the call. I understand your frustration, but it's not all on Carr, brother. And our next caller would be the cheese, Head Raider. Yeah, he's calling back after the Super Bowl. It's pretty funny. I felt the same way, actually. The Chiefs got whooped. It was nice. Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation, this is a very happy Cheesehead Raider calling from Wisconsin because the Kansas City... Oh! 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 <laughs> got their backsides handed to them. This great, fantastic team couldn't even put the ball in the end zone, could only kick field goals. Now, I know there's people out there that are happy because Tampa Tom, the mortal enemy, got another Super Bowl ring. But as I said before, I would root for a heart attack before I would ever root for the Chiefs, and they went down. Now, to more important things, Raider Greg. Hall of Fame just got a lot better looking. See 
Wood, the greatest D-back in NFL history, the only player more than 20 sacks and more than 50 interceptions in NFL history, going to the hall and long and overdue, Tom Flores. It's about time. Now all the people who put in all the hard work year after year to get Tom in the Hall of Fame need to work on Jim Plunkett, the only two-time winning quarterback not in the Hall of Fame. And last but not least for my call, if anybody hasn't seen it already, 30 for 30, Al Davis versus the NFL. Raider Greg, I became a Raider fan when I was 12 years old. Then Al Davis hired Art Shell. I was a part-time Raider fan, I should say, when I was 12. And then Al Davis hired Art Shell, and I became a full-time Raider fan. Been a Raider fan ever since then. Always will be a Raider fan. There's a lot of things on there that I already knew, but there are some things that I didn't know. I always knew that Al Davis was a part of the merger between the AFL and NFL. Knew that he was responsible for what the NFL was, but then didn't really realize the impact of the lawsuit and allowing other teams to move, getting better stadiums, more money, better product, more money for the players to be what it is today, the visionary of that man. I was a great, great admirer of him, and after seeing that 30 on 30, I'm even more of an admirer of Al Davis. Al, you're missed. Rest in peace. And that is all I've got. Raider Greg, take care, Raider Nation. Yeah, it's nice the Chiefs lost. That was a not just a loss. It was a se- severe beatdown, which was nice to see because I can't stand those cocky guys and their uh, 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 <coughs> thing. So I'm glad they lost. I hate Tom, Tom winning, but that's just the way it is. I'll take that damage as well. And, uh, yeah, the 30 for 30 without Davis is a great idea for any of the old guys like you and me to direct the young guys to understand what it is to be a Raider. Because that's the root, bro. That's the root of the whole commitment to excellence. It's the root of the NFL in its infancy to expand the market. Al Davis understood the entertainment aspect of football. And he pushed the envelope because the NFL were a bunch of old rich guys that didn't want to do anything. And they wanted total control. And they wanted to control all the players. And uh, Al Davis was pretty sharp. Al Davis did a lot of great things. Hired the first Latino coach. Um, hired the first female general manager, Amy Trask. What a great person she was. He did a lot of things, bro. You got to love uh, Father Al for all he did. So it's good for the youngsters to understand the real history of the Raiders and uh, really how they came about and how he very sharply attain complete control of the team yeah al was no joke he didn't play fair and he didn't care but that's how the team played too and i love it thanks for the call bro very good and our next caller is none other 
than the prez, my very good brother. What do you got for us, my friend? You always have something uplifting. What is it today? Raider Nation, Raider Greg. This is the prayers calling on the very dry off-season, as it always is. At the present time, when I'm speaking right now, we let go of some monsters on the O-line to protect Carr. Carr is already on the hot seat as it is. Why would you take away this um, worthy servants keep him off his ass? I don't know. And I'm going to have to say this right here. It's very premature, so I try to be careful not to say something that come back and bite me in the ass. But um, Gruden and his antics and his ego and his bright ideas and just everything else is really starting to get on my nerves. Now, I played it on wrong, and I very, very, very would say this very carefully. If we stink this year, we just gave up a lot for nothing. I felt like we could have drafted better. I felt like we had everything it was to get some good draft picks. But God knows that's some good players in the last couple of years that's done wonderful. But it's know it all. It's ego. Override Mayock. And Mayock's going to get the blame for it, but it was group. And, you know, um, just like, you know, a couple other things. But we'll just get to the point in hand. It's getting old, man. We got to see some results. We have to see some results. We have to see some results to do better. I cannot stress that enough. The free agency is in a few days. Let's see what happens. Stay tuned, because I will be back. So says a prayer, baby. Have a wonderful day. Well, I could have guessed. <laughs> I should have guessed, man, because I feel you. You know, it's like it was a drama that didn't need to be. Uh, it seemed like there were some attitudes in the offensive line. They didn't like the coach. There were some things. So people had to go. So we made it happen at the guys, I think, of uh, clearing up cap space. I don't know why, because we really didn't replace those guys in the free agent market. We replaced the offensive line in the draft. Really. That's what happened. We got cheaper, and hopefully we got better. I think Cable can do a good job. But it was like a self-inflicted wound in my eyes. We're not going to have to pay these guys as much. Maybe that was the future thing. I don't know. But I hope they can protect Carr. But I think, man, I think Leatherwood, man, he's got an arm length like five football fields. Nobody's going to get close to this offensive lineman and lock him up. Um. He's a brute. He's a beast. He has an attitude. I think, man, just that one guy we picked up, even though it pissed me off that we picked him at 17, he's going to be a freaking force of nature in the run. Jacobs is going to be like Bambi. He's going to be just jamming through the meadow, man, just moving left and right, dodging players in the secondary. I'm going to tell you, I think it was a great idea. Let's see it, him turn into a pro bowler this year. He will play immediately uh, for sure, and so will the safety we got from TCU. He's going to play immediately. So we got two starters this time. And, man, I understand the hot seat. I said Gruden's on the hot seat. Mayock's going. If he can't pull anything out of this draft and make his other draft work a little better, like the feral cat, there's going to be issues. 
and he's going to have to grab himself a box of tissues as he cleans out his office. So I think there's good things. We'll see, man. It's just the beginning. Just the freaking beginning, bro. It's going to get better. You know what? It's going to get better. Trust me. Thanks for the call, and keep calling, brother. And our next caller is Ruben from North Carolina. What you got for us, my good Raider brother? What's up, Raider Greg, Raider Nation? This is Ruben from North Carolina. It's been a while since probably since the Super Bowl. It's been a few months. And uh, I decided to come out with my slumber with this postseason news I just heard of Rodney Hudson getting cut. What in the hell is going on in Vegas, Greg? <sighs> Rodney Hudson gets cut, saving the team $1.9 million, but the team takes a hit on the cap for 15.6. That makes no sense whatsoever. This is like an Al Davis transaction, a classic Al Davis transaction. What in the heck is going on, Raider Nation? And this is the guy you guys putting your faith in? This is ridiculous. Maybe there's some master plan that they got going on and they have some type of crystal ball or jumped in a, in a DeLorean and, you know, went in, into the future or something because this makes no sense, Raider Nation. This makes none. No sense whatsoever. I don't understand it. I don't get it. Um, I thought, you know, with, with this this move, I didn't know the move that this this was going to be such a cap hit. You know, my first my first initial thoughts was that the team was trying to save some money to pay Carr, but holy crap, a fifteen million dollar cap hit. That's a big chunk, Raider Nation. I don't I don't know if you're okay with that, but I'm not. And I still don't trust um, John Gruden. I don't. Seeing what he did at Tampa Bay up to his firing and the way he tore that team apart and tried to build it back up and was unable to build talent, I I don't see it. I just don't see it. I don't know, Greg. Raider Nation, maybe, I don't know, like I said earlier, maybe, you know, Michael J. Fox and, and John Gruden and Mike Mayock jumped into DeLorean and they travel into the future to see, you know, something that we don't know. I don't know. I, I, I got no other way of explaining or try to figure these, this out. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not shocked here. This is just, wow. I mean, this, I mean, I wasn't shocked over the Khalil Mack trade. And, you know, I'm still not over that. But this right here, I mean, the anchor of the offensive line, not only that, I mean, you're taking a $15 million cap hit? <sighs> I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. This is, I don't know. Oh my God. Well, let's just uh, wait and see. We got, you know, some money left over in the, for free agency and we got the draft coming up. So, oh boy. Wow. This is crazy. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. What's up, Raider Greg? Raider Nation, this is Ruben from North Carolina calling in again. Um, after reading some more stuff online, turns out Rodney Hudson wanted out. So that's not a good sign. That is not a good sign, especially when you are 
you cleared up all this cap space and you're trying to get free agents to come to your team. Uh, apparently it saves the team's the team three million dollars on a cap this year, which I don't know. I don't know what the what the what the end number will be, but I mean three million is three million, but you're losing your all pro center to anchor your offensive line. You know, that's man, this is a tough one. This is a bad day for Radio Nation, Ready Greg. I don't know what to tell you, but um yeah. I guess I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. First of all, thanks for the call, brother, because it brings back this whole situation because I've had to let it go and let it snow (laughs) and let it blow because what I understand was there was an issue with them uh, relieving one of the linemen and it wasn't Hudson. I think it was Gabe Jackson and Hudson and Jackson were buddies and Hudson didn't like the situation, and there you go. So then we have now three centers on the Raiders. We'll find out which one is going to make the grade. We'll probably have a backup maybe. But see, this whole situation, like you said, Gruden was horrible with personnel in Tampa Bay. Um. And, you know, let's just get down to it. We need a general manager with some cojones that has control. Not just a face or a name, right? We need someone with the brains. I mean, there are true general managers. I could go through a list of them. There are 31 of them, of which 20 of them are just solid, go-to-work-every-day-do-your-job kind of guys. No drama. You never hear their names. They just go to work and make sure the team has enough money to pay everybody. They get the right personnel, and everybody gets paid. Right? That's the kind of GM the Raiders need. We don't need this guy who's an analyst, right? that he could just go, well, this guy's pretty good, or I've heard, talk to these guys, and he's, you know, who is that? I'll take that freaking job because it's just his opinion that he gathers from a bunch of buddies of his. Come on now. <laughs> Let's get real. And Gruden is. He's doing the same thing he did in Tampa Bay. They gave him the entire kingdom in Tampa Bay, and the kingdom collapsed under his management. And so I wonder, how come we don't have a a good general manager? How come Mark doesn't hire someone to manage the team and then let Gruden coach the team? Um, I don't know. It's It's not my thing, but I feel your stress. I feel the same way. We'll just see, bro. We'll see what the, we'll see what, uh, the win loss total is next year. That'll say everything. Really, it will. Um, Today was, you know, this year was kind of a popcorn fart. We came out raging and fell apart. No defense. His good friend, Paula, Paula Gunther. Anyway, man, I think there's positive things. Let's just move forward. We, 
again, we've loaded up with defensive backs and safeties again. Let's hope that we hit on a couple of these guys this year. Let's hope that the numbers roll for us we're like in Las Vegas, throwing that dice, and boom, 11. Hell yes. Give me the money. That's what I hope. And I, I've got to keep that hope, man, because that's all we got, brother. Chin up, man. It's going to get better. Thanks for the call, brother. And our next caller, my very good brother, and you know him, it's Matty Raider from Albany, New York. What is happening, my good brother? Hey, Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation. It's Matty Raider, Albany, New York. Hey, I'm just calling. I, I just can't believe that we cut Rodney Hudson, not only one of the anchors of the offense, but of the entire team. A true pro, one of the best centers in the league, and it's my understanding that he asked to be released. So there's something stinky going on. The line is pretty much gone. I mean, Gabe hasn't been officially released yet, but that's a word. Incognito's gone. Trent Brown is gone, thank God. He's a bum. I could care less. Um, But I don't know if he was just he wanted out, sick of losing. I don't know what. But we go from having the offense, one of the strongest facets of our team, going into the offseason to work on the defense, and now we got holes in the offense and holes in the defense. So help me make sense of this. I'm not flipping out, but, you know, obviously this is – pretty screwed up news so i don't know man hope you all are well the weather's finally taking a little turn here in the northeast and warming up so things are looking up but this team has always got me stressed out all right guys god bless talk to you soon well like i said brother there's something there to the release or his asking to be released uh helped us with the cap Um, And I think they tried to replace him. I think Tom Cable thinks he can replace him with the guys that we have and the guys that we've drafted. Uh, We picked up a free agent lineman. I know we did. Forget his name. I think we have an an all right line. I think our line is okay. But I think it's better, really, with this new uh, leather good. I think this guy is uh is going to be the difference. Leatherwood's reach is like 42 inches. It's it's crazy. The defense is not going to be able to latch on him if he if he learns, if he learns how to play with a diff- just a little bit different tempo. He's got active legs if he keeps his knees healthy. I think he could be our Trent Brown from the beginning. Right? He could be this three- or four-year guy that could just blow people up. And I think we can make some yards. I think Jacobs will have a record year, his best year this year. So that's what I think about that. Um, Yeah, like I said, we didn't need this drama this year. We could have gone along. But uh, evidently there were some rumblings about contracts or whatever. And uh, so here we are. Nothing we can do. No, I can't do. You can't do. 
I just wish we had a real general manager so we had somebody really watching the nest, if you know what I'm saying. It, it is what it is. We're going to have to deal with it. That's how it goes. Well, it's just like back in the day. Let me just tell you guys this, everybody. And I want you to understand if you've been around when Al Davis used to make the pick, especially his last few years, where you're just going, don't tell me it's going to be this guy, the fastest guy every time. Sometimes we got a hit, but most times, you know, they weren't very good towards the end. So you don't have any control over those picks, and you know where they're coming from, and you know what's going to happen. And it happens, and we all move on. So here we are. We just have to hope that this draft drafted at least two players that can play. And if you hear a chicken in the background, it's because I have chickens. Appreciate the call, brother. It'll get better. I guarantee you we're going to do better this year. Just because I think we picked some good players in this draft that I didn't see last year. So keep your chin up, brother. And our next caller is my good brother, and you know him as well. His name is Rated Jesse James out of Dallas, Texas. What you got for us, brother? Raider Nation! What's up, my brother, Raider Greg and Raider Randy? Man, you know what? Happy New Year. <laughs> Everything else to you guys. How are you guys? This is Jesse. Raider Jesse James. Dallas, Texas, baby. We're over here, man. Listen, just wanted to say hi to everybody. See how everybody's doing. We're ready for the draft and all. You know, a lot of things have been going on with the Raiders. Our offensive line is basically being crumbled right in front of us as people are getting let go and, and free agency and all that. Hopefully we can patch that up and, and Gruden has something lined up for us, man, because Carr shines when he's protected. Just like any other quarterback, but Carr, Carr shines extra, extra shiny, if you know what I mean. And then uh, the whole Russell Wilson talk, listen, man, D.C. is our quarterback, you know what I mean? So let's ride with him. Um, you know, at the end of the day, I think we might give him an extension by the time this plays out. I don't know, but uh, we need some defense. We need some defense, man. I wouldn't uh, you know, be too mad if we get uh, that one dude from the night. Where's his, uh, oh my God, my mind went like Sermon, I believe, the cornerback. You know, you can bring in that veteran, you know, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, just a veteran presence in the locker room, you know what I mean? That leadership that we need back there. Teach Abraham something, you know what I mean? Our net something, you know, so it wouldn't be a bad deal. But other than that, man, I'm stoked every year I get started. Can't wait for the draft, can't wait for, for everything to, to start. So, anyways, hey, Raider Nation, y'all stay up, man. Let's let's come together, you know, be be a better nation than everyone else because we are the original Raider Nation. Raider Jason James out of Dallas, Texas. I'm out, baby. Nice call, brother. Very positive. I feel you. I feel you. I think – I don't know about Sherman, if he's coming or not. That's still – I mean, it's after the draft. We still don't know where he's going. So, um he might come to, to the Raiders, but I don't think we need him. I think we need these guys to coach him up. I think Gus Bradley's the right guy, and we have good assistance. We're going to do better in the back, I'm telling you. We've got nothing do, to do but to get better. So it's going to be good. I think so too, man. I'm positive. Love the positive attitude, man. Right on, Jesse James, again. And our next caller, Footstep Raider, makes a return. What is happening, brother? You didn't like the draft? Oh, man. There were bazillion people 
that were flipped out, including me. Let us know what happened. What's up, brother? Well, well, well. Rated, great, rated, Randy. This is Blue Stamp Rated from Maryland. Another year and another stupid draft pick. Another reach, or you want to call it a reach around. We got the business in as a stick again. This guy was a second-round talent. We have the worst defense in football, but we're drafting offensive linemen because we gave two starters away. I don't know if I'm going to hit Gruden any more than I already do. He's such a fraud. It's ridiculous. We're going nowhere as long as this clown is running this franchise. And I'm starting to feel in my office, this is stupid. Well, I don't know, folks. 1984 was a long time ago. We keep waiting. Nate still stinks. God help us. I'm out. Oh, man, that's okay. Come on. I understand exactly what you're saying. Uh, that's exactly what happened. That's what our team did. <laughs> He's a knucklehead. You got to know that. Um, I do like, I do like the lineman. I got to tell you, man, I like Leatherwood. I think he's going to bring a whole different dynamic to the offensive line. I think we'll see it right away too, because he's going to play this year. So, uh, before you, you know, I've done this mistake before I've judged players and been very wrong, but uh, I think, I hope and pray that he's the real deal. And this guy from TCU, um, he he is more ruig. He is a crazy player. I think we got a good two starters in this draft. So uh, let's see what happens this year, brother. I feel you. I'm at the end of my rope too, <laughs> along with everybody else. Let's just keep moving, people. Everybody, keep walking. Keep walking. Love the call, bro. And our next caller is Ghost Raider. He's in the house, man. What you got for us, Mr. Ghost Raider? Listen, the nation's pissed. We're feeling it. What's up with you? Let us have it. Who the F is fucking Leatherwood? Or whatever his name is. That's the first thing I want to say. Red Nation was cracking. This is Ghost Raider. Yo, man. Draft. It's going on right now. And I'm driving home. I was drinking apple juice. <laughs> oh my gosh, man. And I'm going home because I'm over all of this. The Raiders suck. The Raiders suck, man. What are we doing? Who the F is? Is, is this like there was Dower Saw? Darren Saul was out there. There were so many people we could have drafted. <sighs> Listen, my brother, Leatherwood is a real deal. Watch him grow this year. Watch the run game. I think, if anything else, he knows how to do that naturally. We're going to have some crazy runs. Jacobs will have a record year. Mark my words. That's what I'm saying. Love the call, bro. Thanks. And our next caller again, my brother, the Prez, is in the house. What you got for us, my friend? Well, Raider Nation, 
this is the prayer. And I'm calling so I could be on a podcast for the draft special whenever this airs out. I don't know what the hell we just did. I mean, don't get me wrong. Leatherwood was on my radar. But only, and I do say only, if we did not have those two stood linebackers playing. Come on, Gruden and Mayock. What the hell, dude? I mean, you know, we better have a good season this year. And I say the word better. And now we literally done shot all our bullets out as far as first round. Now it's really more than ever starting to look like Gruden doesn't know what the hell he's doing along with Mayock. Or maybe Gruden not listening to Mayock. But we let go the best defensive player for what? We got first rounds yet, but what, what, what do we use them for? This is dumb, man. Dumb as hell. And to top it off, I'm going to Las Vegas next week. Spent money because I worked overtime. I want to kind of counsel it, but I'm not going to do that. We better win. I can't stress that enough, man. I'm, I'm up to my ass with this. Every year, it's the same crap. I am so sick of this Raider stuff, man. I'm trying my best to be positive. Lord knows, man, I try to come with a positive attitude. It's always something, man. And, and, and once again, I better correct myself because I always say, don't cut up until they get on the field. And then let them prove themselves first. So with that being said, I'm going to cool my jets, and I'm going to say goodnight. God bless America, and God bless the Raider Nation and prayers, because we definitely going to need it. This is the prayer signing off. Take care. Well, thank you for the call, my good brother. It's always good, and you bring it like it should be. But, um, yeah, I hope they all play. I'm telling you, too, we'll have two starters this year out of this draft class. We have to. We have to, because Mayock's job depends on it. I'm starting to call him Maycock, as you noticed, because uh, <laughs> for obvious reasons. Listen, I appreciate the call, man. Thank you always, man. Just call in when you got a vent, because that's why we're here at the Raider Nation podcast, don't you know? So in closing on this show, let me just say we caused our own drama by releasing linemen that probably didn't need to be released, but they just couldn't. <laughs> they couldn't come to an agreement of whatever the deal is. I'm going to say this personally. Our line was okay. Bent Brown was a pain in the ass. He was always hurt. But when he was hurt, we weren't that good. We couldn't really push that much. And Jacobs really had to squeeze through a lot of skinny gaps. I think with the new set of linemen we have, we're going to do some serious run damage this year. Because if he can stay healthy and and push through the season, there's no reason Jacobs can't have a record year. And on the defensive side of the ball, it's going to be totally different. You know, we're going to struggle a little at first. Defenses take a little more to gel. But we're going to struggle a little at first, but it's going to be a Seattle-style defense. And I love that. It's fast. It's aggressive. It's think before you act. It's crazy good. I think it's going to be great. Gus Bradley has put together an excellent program. He's not the head coach anymore. He can focus. 
on what the hell's going on in Vegas. Now, we have all our players. And let me say one more thing. That this kid from Wisconsin, this running back, <laughs> Gossage, he, you better watch his video, man, because it's crazy. He is a crazy runner. And he's going to help this team, I'm going to tell you. Raider Nation, it's time to wake up. Football's right around the corner. Can't wait. This will be a great season for the Las Vegas Raiders. I am Raider Greg. This is still the longest running professional sports podcast in history. You can put that down for sure. I am Raider Greg. I love Raider Nation. Miss y'all. Can't wait to have you guys back. I am out.